And good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. Well, Tom Cruise's, uh, I guess you can call it a sequel uh, to the 1986 film Top Gun. It uh, really took off uh, this weekend. I wasn't planning on seeing it, but uh, Memorial Day came around and turned out Sally, my wife, my son David, and I thought, hmm, how about a movie? So we went and we saw it. I, I'll say right from the start that I enjoyed it far more than I expected. I, it seemed to me, really, it's been a long, I don't remember the first one that well. I did see it, probably saw it twice. But this struck me as just having a, a much richer palette to it dramatically and emotionally than the 1986 film. With me right now, though, to talk about the film and some of the controversy surrounding it, uh, we've got Stephen Gordonis, a member of the New York Film Critics Circle and a permanent deacon for the Catholic Archdiocese of Newark. He's founder of DecentFilms.com, holds degrees in media arts and religious studies. He and his wife, Suzanne, have seven children, and you can follow Stephen's work at DecentFilms.com. Stephen, good to have you back here. Thanks. Al, it's so much fun to be here talking with you about Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I love the movie. I'll just say that right up front about it, and I'm surprised by how much I liked it. Um, I know that that's not the place you always like to begin uh, discussing films. Do you like it or don't you like it? But look, uh, this is a popular film, and I don't think people expect, did people expect that Cruz would be able to pull off something this commercially viable, but really, as a popular film, I thought it was did a great job. Go ahead. I'm, I mean, that's that's what we're here for, right? We're here to watch movies that we enjoy watching. Yeah, that's and right. For, for the past dozen years, ever since he kind of rebooted his career with the fourth Mission Impossible movie, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Tom Cruise has been delivering movie after movie that's just really fun to watch. And yeah. Top Gun Maverick is just another one in that series. Yeah. Uh, some some people are claiming that this was that, that the secret to the film's success is uh, it's, it's uh, boasting of American greatness and it has great patriotic themes. Uh, from my perspective... I don't see it as a great patriotic film. I see it as a film that celebrates uh, integrity, moral decision-making, uh, you know, testosterone uh, put in the service of excellence. And uh, there's a lot of wonderful ensemble playing that goings on, goes on, and there's even the love interest, which uh, you know, has some touch of maturity to it. But I don't see it as a flag-waving film. This is this is kind of the um, the charge which was laid against the first film, the original Top Gun back in the 1980s. People yeah. called it well. People who didn't like it called it called it jingoistic. They right. called it a recruitment poster for the military, which it certainly was. Yep, uh, it was made with with the full support of the Navy, and Navy recruitment uh, jumped astronomically after after the movie opened, and and that may well happen in this film too. It is interesting though. There's almost an air of elegy to this film. It, it is a throwback. It's a throwback to the Reagan era. Mm-hmm. It's a throwback to the era of dogfighting as a standard in avi- in military aviation, which it certainly was not even in the 80s. <laughs> right. it definitely is not now. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, but it's also... It's also 
consciously and explicitly about about the kind of an end of an era. People keep telling Tom Cruise's character Maverick over and over, you know, um, I've seen the future and and you're not in it. Um, Your your kind is is going extinct. And and his His, response, you know, go ahead. (laughs) Now in his in his late fifties is is basically well, maybe so, but not today. That's the way you feel when you watch the movie. Right. That's right. Now, that was a great, great response. Um, the Why does it work so well? Well, one thing that Cruz has really latched onto in, in these last dozen years, and, and I, it, it's, it's not that it wasn't there before, but it's really become the focus of his attention. And he's the one person in Hollywood consistently doing this, is that when you do something with practical effects, when you do it for real in front of the camera, without over-reliance on CGI, without over-reliance on green screens, there is a thrill and a power that you can't, it turns out, you can't get the other way. Mm. Um, another, we also saw this a few years ago uh, with George Miller in, in Mad Max Fury Road. One of the things that made that such, such, such a powerful film was his commitment to doing as much as possible as he could for real. And Cruz is a maniac in this regard. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's the only person in Hollywood who could say, we're going to shoot for 12 to 14 hours with our actors in real F-18s really up in the air. You know, you have Navy pilots flying the things, but the actors are in the plane right. really responding to the G-forces and the turns and everything. And, you know, maybe get 30 seconds to a minute's worth of footage out of it. Wow. And, and you put that kind of commitment on the screen um, together with the new technology, the new IMAX cameras that they've figured out how to fit into F-18 cockpits, and you have something that's really viscerally powerful. That's before we get to the story and the characters and the love interest and the other things that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's very good. Uh, you know, I was thinking, um, back to this Patriot thing, I don't want to beat it to death, but I was also thinking uh, Tom Cruise really relishes his role as a Scientologist. And to my knowledge, Scientologists are not given to championing the nation-state. I mean, they're, they're, they're not even just internationalists. They're intergalactic people. So I, <laughs> I, mean, so I have a hard time thinking that he was trying to make a, a, a you know, America First type movie. It, it, it's, it, it's worth noting that neither the original Top Gun nor the remake ever names who the enemy is. I mean, we know yeah. in the original Top Gun that MiGs are Soviet planes, although, you know, the MiG-28 wasn't even a real plane. Um, Now here, it's some unnamed country, maybe in the Middle East with the mountains, but there's all that snow, (laughs) where it's really, there's there's a mission to destroy a a, a uranium enrichment uh, site that's unauthorized, that's presumably going to be weaponized. But it's, you know, we're we're, we're really, it's it's really about um, rule of law and keeping the world safe more than it is America first or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think, too. Uh, I want to ask you about one particular scene, and, uh, you know, sometimes I don't entirely trust my... If I'm emotionally caught up in the scene, I may not have my critical faculties as much at work as maybe I should, but there's the scene, and I don't want to do a big giveaway here, but it's the scene with uh, Val Kilmer, 
uh, his, his his former uh, colleague from back in 1986, who's now uh, has the role of uh, admiral. And there's a, a touching scene in which there's a and during it, uh, it's, the cruise character is coming to grips with some of his own personal limitations emotionally, and he can't let go of certain things. Anyways, there's a great exchange between the two of them. And Cruz in that scene seems to me to draw upon a range of emotions that I'm not accustomed to seeing in him. And I'm wondering if you were impressed with that scene or not. That's that's really uh, a, a sharp observation. And one of the things that I have come to grips with in the last several years is the extent to which I've really underestimated Cruz as an actor, or at least forgotten how good he could be when he was given the material to do it. You know, I I think of him now as being basically Ethan Hunt, but he is more than that. He's more than the Mission Impossible guy. And here, you know, he's, he's playing a character who is still managing to play a young man's game, even at the older end of, he's, he's an older man, but there are people in his life, like Iceman, Val Kilmer, who, uh, and, and Val Kilmer really lost his voice uh, to throat cancer, and, and it was, I think it's very brave and very poignant yeah. that he was willing to be in the film. Yep. And I, I do think, I think it probably had a personal effect on Cruz as an actor, uh, and, and that he was, and that drawing on that helped him to deepen uh, his his character's response. It, it, it is a film about aging. It's a film about obsolescence. There's an emotional thread connecting it to um, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, hmm. which was the first, um, the, the beginning of of the Enterprise crew beginning to confront age and obsolescence. And uh, and that's that's no bad connection for a movie to make. Yeah, no, very good. Uh, the why why should catholic audiences like this movie um there are moral themes in the film there are themes of taking responsibility even even themes related to um uh father son relationships mm-hmm. and and family and and commitment yeah. um between a man and a woman uh ultimately though <laughs> I think I think the selling point for the film is is just that it's so much fun, and I think I think it, it glorifies God when we take the potential for anything that we do to the limit. Yeah. You know, I think God is glorified. You know, you remember the great line from Chariots of Fire? <laughs> yes. That God made me for a purpose, but He also made me fast. Yeah. And when I run, I feel His pleasure. One of my favorite lines of all time. Yeah. And, and and I feel that way, I have to say, yeah. watching Tom Cruise do the things that only he can do. Yeah. I feel like he's, you know, he's a Scientologist, and his head is where it's at. But when he does what he does, on some level, I think God is glorified. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the also, it deals with, you mentioned relationships, and there's some, there's some serious moral decision-making that goes on in this film between the characters. There's a... Uh, there's prudence that's shown, you know. There's um, there's many times characters could have become impulsive, but they're not. They step back a bit to make good choices. I thought that was very good to see uh, as well. 
Yeah, the, the, the first film really does have a celebration of kind of bad boy behavior and right. impulsiveness, even though it's also called up short, it, the movie never really repudiates it. And, and this is really much more uh, a movie about coming to responsibility. I, th- I think a lot of that goes to Christopher McQuarrie, the screenwriter who has been Tom Cruise's partner for the last several films. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Thank you. Well, wonderful talking with you again, Steve. We'll talk uh, before too long. Okay? All right. Stephen Gradanis, go to decentfilms.com. Also, Catholic World Report has a great review of the film by Stephen.